creatives, welcome to the Narthex, our new short-form podcast that lives slightly outside the regular long-form interviews. It's a place where we can be a little louder, a little less reverent, and just as inspired. It's hosted by me, Courtney Kielbasa, and Catholic Creatives Executive Director, Cody Barra. In the Narthex today is Allie Hoffman, who is known for her hand-lettering Instagram, Oodles of Doodles, which has over 17,000 followers. Nice. She is the full-time youth director at St. Catherine of Siena in Carrollton, Texas, and is a Catholic speaker. Allie has also begun teaching hand-lettering classes. So needless to say, Allie is a side hustle queen. Cody and I sat down with her to talk about the inspiration for her art, the impact her family has made on her, and just how much an oodle really is. Enjoy the podcast. All right, Allie Hoffman. Hello, welcome to the Narthex. Welcome to the Narthex. Woo! <laughs> We're glad you're here. Super Thanks. happy to have you here in the Narthex. We are sitting in a Narthex Ooh, right now. Beautiful Narthex. It's right outside of this mm-hmm. incredible church, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. This this particular Narthex. How would you describe this? Um, a lot of whitewashed walls, just and there's like red brick, uh-huh. so it's like accent. It's very welcoming. Mm. There's like some trees. It's a nice breeze outside. You guys could not have picked a better. Just area. Wow. wow. Space. What a beautiful narthex. What a beautiful narthex. I wish that I saw the same narthex that you see. Yeah, because yeah. right now I see a, a nap room in a co-working space <laughs> that has been soundproofed. Oh, but... oh still white walls though. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got that. Yeah. Oh, um, that's funny. Oh. There's, <laughs> the automatic lights just went off. It's Cody, so you want to move your, you want to move your, it might be your jacket. Yeah, and the, that's amazing. Um, yeah, we'll edit that out. Okay. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> Listen, the re- the point of this podcast is that real. it isn't the official Catholic Creatives podcast, <laughs> so we don't have to be official. That's right. right. It's no. the narthex. It's just the narthex. Yeah. yeah. So we're not in the church yet. No. Allie, getting started, we are so stoked to have you here. First of all, big fan. Big, big fan. I mean, Thank you. Uh, if I describe the level of my fandom, I would say. Oh. Oodles. Oodles of fandom. Oodles, Oodles, Oodles of, fandom. of fandom. I yeah. love that. That's, so, a of, that's a lot of fandom. A lot of fandom. Uh, How many fandom. is a noodle? Mm, a noodle? That's good. A significant amount. Yeah. Like a significant amount. Wow. So that's a lot of fandom. That's good. Yeah. I feel that. More than a, more than, more than a cup. More than a cup. More than an ounce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But less than a... Less... I mean, less than an atmosphere. Okay. I mean, yeah. It's good. But more like than an ounce, but there. less than an atmosphere. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah. That's a noodle. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, okay, oh, the oodles of fun, stoked to have you here. Um, we would love, just getting started, love to hear from you. If you could just tell us your story of how you got to know the Catholic Creatives community, how you've become involved with the movement, you know, any kind of stories that you have of just Allie Hoffman, Catholic Creatives, and like, I don't know, what your relationship has been with that. With, uh, yeah, I remember, did it officially start, like... I remember the Facebook group when it was like officially starting in 2015, 2014. Yeah, it was okay. like, yeah, some somewhere on there. Before it was like a thing, before Catholic Creative Summit, I remember I was sitting down with my friend Edmund Mitchell and Nick Gutierrez, and they were talking about the Ambrosio brothers, and they're like, yeah, they want to do this like summit where they want to get Catholic creatives in different fields and bring them together and network. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool idea. And then the Facebook group happened and I was always a lurker. Like I never really posted anything, but I would just see people and they were doing incredible work. And then I went to the first summit um, and it was small and it was held at this little space. And I think that was the first time that it really opened my eyes to the 
um, not networking, what's the word? Um, just the relationship of what it means to be Catholic creatives with other people around the world who are just, who love Jesus and just want to make beautiful things. Um, and so it really opened my eyes. And so since then, just to see it grow and to see like bringing people on, on staff, like more effort behind it, um, of connecting people and saying like, no, you do have a gift. You do have a place in this world. Um, and that we need you in this world. I think that's been really cool. So it's just seeing it from like this tiny little like Facebook group to now there's regionals around the country and there's summits and there's, I mean, people bringing on just doing amazing things, the, the eight beats, um, like the movies that are, people are producing and stuff. I just think it's, it's really cool to see such an, a concentrated movement to the arts. You, you yeah. said, you said a little earlier as we were talking that oodles of doodles began as a new year's resolution. Yeah. When did that happen? And did you get any like support from the CC community? How did, how did that play a role? It really started just um, in the 2015. So it started like that January. Um, and it totally was from Jesus because I don't make New Year's resolutions because I never stick to them. But I just wanted to get better at hand lettering. And um, and I just started on Instagram and just started posting it. I remember starting following like Erica Tai with when she was when she was with Blessed Is She and like all of this stuff, Be a Heart Design and seeing other creatives like actually making a living doing this. And at the time, it, that was not my intention. I just wanted to get better. But then the year happened and it ended. And then I was like, oh, I could still keep doing this. And even now I was talking with Erica a couple months ago of like whether I go full time design or not and just her speaking of like, no, you can do this. Like, this is totally a thing you do. So I think those connections of people involved in the community um, to be able to have those relationships, um, to speak life and to encourage it to, into other fields of like, no, you, you could do this. I think that's been amazing. Super cool. Amazing. Yeah. Thanks, Erica. I love you. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I love that. I love hearing stories of um, how you found... Uh, people you know mm -hmm. through this community who have encouraged you and lifted you up but then also you immediately follow that with and I want to do that for other people too mm -hmm. I think that's like awesome yeah I, I talk to I, I'm not a lot of people but there's a couple people that reach out and say you know how do I get involved like in hand lettering or doing something I always tell them have you heard about the Catholic creative community because they a lot of people feel isolated or alone or like they're you know this will mm -hmm. never be a thing this could never be a thing and so I tell them about the Facebook group and then their mind is like oh my gosh and so I think just that idea of you know we've talked about before the new renaissance and like how people are coming up and like I believe for such a time as this and that millennials and people even generation below millennials or the traditional nine to five job is just not a thing that's normal now mm -hmm. or fulfilling as it could have been or would have been or should have been whatever and so finding these avenues and these outlets I think has been really cool to see and help promote so yeah yeah I love it. That's awesome. Next, we are moving into our enlightening round. So, the enlightening round okay. is a time okay. where we become enlightened about who you are. Cool. Very, very quickly. Okay. Are you ready? You sure. Yeah. All right. mm -hmm. Yes. Our first game is called Over Under. Okay. We're going to list a few things. You tell us if you think they are overrated or underrated. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yes. Chacos. 
overrated. <laughs> I mean, I have I have a pair of Chacos, but like not everyone and their dad needs to have one. I do have a pair though, but I don't usually wear them. <laughs> They're cheaper ones. <laughs> Fridge magnets. Underrated. You can like really decorate. The, if you're on a budget, listen, you poor people out there, including myself, if you are on a budget and you're trying to just make things look chic, just go for it. Yeah. Underrated. Can I do like a, I'm going to do a sub. Go ahead. A sub fridge okay. magnet. Those poetry fridge magnets where you oh. can like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you can get out of creative rut or just make yourself laugh. Yeah. And yeah. you just have to remove the one that says Petrichor. Like that's like. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. 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 Like, come on. But, get out yeah, of here. Right. You got to look that one up later. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the word intentional. Oh, overrated or underrated? Um, I'm going to say underrated because I don't think we really know what that means. We just used a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. We need to add a third category actually... of like misused. <laughs> yeah. Abused. Yeah. Abused. abused. Yeah. Buzzwords. Abused. Yeah. You get one abused per yeah. round. Okay. 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 That's abused. good. Abused. Okay. Uh, we'll use that. Yeah. Novenas. <sighs> okay. Forgive me, saints. Um, I know. I don't want to say overrated. How do you say this? Like not overrated doesn't um, mean that you think it's a bad thing. Oh, you okay, just think good. that it's overrated in the general population. Overrated in general population because I think we, I don't know if we should explain ourselves. You just get in this pattern of over discernment and like, I'll just do another novena. I'm like, just move. You prayed it, now move. Yeah. Mm. So I'm going to say overrated. Nine days of nine novenas. Yeah. Or, or nine nine novenas of novenas, right? right? It's on, like right, 70 exactly. times seven. Like, you know? just, yeah. Just kind of move, discern, just decide, <laughs> you know? I'm really great, love them, but decide. Yeah. All right, Keurig coffee. Um, I think, I mean, I use it every day. So what does that mean? <laughs> I love underrated. my Keurig. Underrated. I'll say underrated. I use it every day. It's so nice. I'm just sad. I have it in my office. Sound. No. Oh, no, definitely not. And it doesn't cost $3. And it doesn't cost $3. Underrated. Pumpkin spice as a concept. Overrated. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Can we please move on? Unless you had chocolate, then I'm all for it. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, come on. Shit. Thank you. Oh, Thank you, Allie. This has been Over Under with Allie Hoffman. <laughs> Allie Hoffman. Yes. Our next segment is Creative Beast. What okay. animal is your creative process? Oh my gosh. Um, what? I would probably say, I would probably say an emu because they're kind of wild and crazy and just go for things. And I don't really know the mind of an emu and I don't really know them that well. But that's the first thing that came to my mind. But they just, I don't know if they really think through their decisions and they just kind of go. And sometimes that's my process of like, I just to create, just to create. And like, I don't really think about it until later. Um, so I'm going to say an emu. Cool. Love it. Love yeah. That. Yeah. Wow. We'll see. It might change in the next couple of weeks. But Have you ever seen a yeah. live emu? Yes. And they tried to attack me because oh. again, they didn't think through that. Really yeah. It was like one of those open, like those open um, zoo things yeah. where you drive and like uh, you have the windows okay. down. Yeah. We had them attack us and we were not very good where there was a truck behind us with um, in the bed. There was a bunch of children. So we would like gather them and then we drive off really fast. And then the emus would go to the truck with the kids. It was not good. Wow. And that reminded you of yourself. The emus. I mean, yeah. not oh, that part, <laughs> but the attack of like, just go for things. Right. Like they don't right. care. They don't think it's Because like what kind of vehicle were you in? Um, we're in a van. Right. And this emu Protection. And this emu's like, I'm gonna I'm going to destroy head to head it. with yeah, this band. I'm just gonna just go for yeah. it. Yeah. That's Not cool. thinking through. I like that it. about you. That's cool. Thank you. Yeah. I can't <laughs> 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 
Two Truths and a Lie. Oh. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, I just played this game with my youth group. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay. okay. Are you okay. good? Well, we'll see. I did I did think of things. Okay, for them, so you're so. like you're like set and ready. So we're gonna try to we're gonna try to guess and okay. we're pretty good. Okay. So But if we that. get it wrong, you win. Guests get a point. Yeah. Perfect. I love that. I'm gonna we're store gonna, that. I'm gonna keep score. Okay. So Okay. Um one of them, I'm a hand model. Second one, I've been to Germany. And third one, I played bass clarinet for seven years. Hmm. Oh, okay. So my first thought is, the hand model one is so out of left field that I think it's true. Yeah, same. Plus Ooh. she does hand lettering, and that's not that far. Well, I do have two hand lettering. And Let also, me see those hands. Yeah, she's got... Oh, don't look at right now. No. My, I had to cut off all my nails because I had to play guitar at my youth group. But you do have nice hands, like a, nice hands, like good yeah. finger proportions. Right. I mean, the kind of hands that are like generic enough to where you'd want them to be modeling, but like sure. specific enough to where like, oh, they look nice on a. Sure. Yeah, on a... Mm -hmm. But but that still <laughs> freaks me out if yeah, that is true. Yeah. You know, she plays guitar. Do guitar people play bass clarinet? Mm, mm. Good question. I don't know. For seven years. Bass clarinet's really cool. Mm. Like that's mm. really cool to do. Mm. But so is hand modeling. Germany is also cool. Germany was the least like interesting one. Yeah. So like it, I always choose that one naturally in right. Teachers in a lot. Right. But honestly, the hand model one is still really getting. I'm like really like confused about how you ever stumbled into that profession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What do you say, Courtney? You choose first. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say that she plays the bass clarinet. That she she so does it. I'm saying that that's true. Oh okay. Okay. Yes, and I would so agree. So it's between the other two. Hand model in Germany. Yeah. So my my like gut is to go with hand model because I'm like that is literally insane because mm -hmm. I don't know of anyone who has that real profession. But my like my 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 head is like uh, go with, with the Germany. Head the heart. Oh, it is classic. Let's, let's oh. choose the reality that we wish was true. Which is that she Which is, is that a hand she model. is a hand model. Okay, we're yeah. gonna go with you are a hand model, and you have never been. To, you've never traveled to Germany. Never been to Germany. You've never been to Germany. That's all right. I've never yeah. been to Germany. Dang it! Reductive thinking. Come heck? on. Yeah. <laughs> screw the heart. <laughs> yeah, screw the heart. Always go with the head. Never emotion. I've never been to Germany. I have. I studied in Rome, and I went to like Austria and like other places, but I've never been to Germany. Wow. Yeah. What? Okay, hand model. <laughs> okay, so it was this product called Photo Backs with a Z, and I did their how-to video. I don't. It might be on YouTube. I don't know, but it's literally like you can print off something. It was back like oh gosh, I don't even know. Over ten years ago, no, I don't know. But you printed off pictures that you. It was like a sticky thing that you could put on the back of your phone, so it was like you could reuse it and like oh. all that stuff. So I did the how-to video, and they fun fact. So I have a really big birthmark. You yeah. can't see listeners, but I have a really big birthmark, and they had to put makeup over wow. like part of it because they wanted to be like a neutral like. But you had the right all hands. That stuff. Job. Yeah, they like the hands. Allie Hoffman. Yes. <laughs> the next segment is called Ch -ch 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 Changes. It's gonna have to be a different man. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. I feel so yeah. supported. Um, what change, in parentheses, S, yeah. changes have you made in the last month that have impacted you the most? It could be a change in your daily routine, in a new thing you started using, in a new show you started watching. Anything that has impacted you. Um, two things. One, I started posting less on Instagram. <laughs> I, I was under, like, I always used to post every single day without fail every single day which i think is a good practice and like gets you into practice and sharing things um but i took a break for like 
a couple weeks of just not even being on Instagram detoxing which was really nice because even people who love Jesus can get caught up in all not good things um so I took a break from that and um that's really helped just like taking time away from social media because my friend calls it the vortex of rage and I think that's super appropriate sometimes <laughs> so you can just get sucked in um and two I bought um very adult purchase I bought throw pillows for my bed and that has changed just how I view my room and prayer mm -hmm. time. And it is amazing when you make your space like into something that you love. Mm -hmm. Throw pillows. People, you don't have to get them expensive. Make them yourself if you want. But throw pillows. Changed my life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Think about it. Uh-huh. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I would agree They're really that. nice. Yeah. Throw pillows. And like, mm. beautiful. Less on social media. <laughs> but more importantly, throw pillows. <laughs> I like, that is so tangible. Thank you yeah, for that, right? you're welcome. Yeah. Just sprucing up. Yeah. Buy some candles if you mm. want. This is the Narthex. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by... Uh, yeah. Sponsored by Throw Pillows. Yeah. <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> yeah, no, too expensive. Oh, sorry. Uh, Tuesday morning, really great. Kmart, why not? Make it yourself if you want. Yeah. 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 Stuff an old pillow into a Stuff. new yeah. frame. Yeah, yeah. Allie, this next segment is called Socks with Sandals. Tell us about a funny family moment. Anything zany that your family has ever done. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, immediately what comes to mind, so I'm one of three, or one of four. I have two older sisters and a younger brother. Um, and we were all super, super close. Like, relationship, we're just very, very close. And we would take road trips. I was born in California. I moved to Texas when I was little. So we'd take road trips every summer back to California. And we have this big 15-passenger van um, that we named Calypso. And we had a theme song. And the rule was you had to play the theme song Calypso by John Denver or else bad things would happen. And bad things did happen when we didn't do it. And so we would play it. And I remember one time... For my 18th birthday, we filmed this music video to Bohemian Rhapsody that's beside the point. So we're used to <laughs> we're used to music videos. Don't look it up. And we wanted to film a music video to Calypso by John Denver. And there is one point where there are dolphin sounds. And so I just remember my little brother just popping up, doing a dolphin. And we would do that. And we didn't think that was weird until you tell that story out loud. Yeah. That's <laughs> a little weird. That's so yeah. sweet. That's yeah. Fantastic. Calypso. Look it up. It's wow. a great song. I yeah. love a good close yeah. family. Was it a good yeah. band? Oh yeah, she she lived a long and happy life mm. until we decided to retire her when the lights wouldn't turn on. Like at night, you so you well, first of all, you couldn't tell the speedometer broke, so you didn't know how fast you were going. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of dangerous, right? Only and then the, yeah, only like you just judge by like other people around you, it's fine. And then the lights were off, like the lights just didn't work inside. So um yeah, bad things just happened. We're like, you know what? I think we're done. Then we grew up and all that stuff. So, yeah. Mm. Calypso, right? That's great. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Calypso. Yeah. Rip Calypso. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Rip Calypso. Rip Calypso. There was like a story within that story, too. Like, she just like brushed over the fact that there was a Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> music video involved. That's great. <laughs> I was like, yeah, those are the yeah. best stories. <laughs> Thanks, Deb. <laughs> reading list. Tell us what you've been reading, watching, that you've heard recently that has formed you. Um, one book that I think has defined my spirituality, other than Bible and classic, um, Consoling the Heart of Jesus mm -hmm. by Father Michael Gately. Um, I read that for the first time back in like 2000, maybe like 2012, um, completely transformed my spirituality. 
Um, and I try to read it every year since. And it's, um, and so I read that. And then I recently just read Tattoo on the Heart by Father Greg Boyle. Boyle. Mm -hmm. And that is, so Consoling the Heart of Jesus, How to Love Jesus. And then Tattoo on the Heart, How to Love People. And I feel like it's like a perfect combination of my spirituality of like, Jesus, I love you so much. Oh, this is how I practically can love you. Tattoo on the Heart. Um, and so those two books have like, that. that's my spirituality right there. That's, here you go. Package neat. Love so it. get it. Oh my gosh. So good. So good. Yeah, so we would love to hear a little bit more about why you do what you do, especially like, I would love to hear kind of how it drives both, obviously, oodles and doodles and hand lettering, but also like your youth minister and, mm -hmm. and speaker. And so I'd love to hear um, maybe if there's a, a mission statement that you have or mm -hmm. kind of a value that you have that you mm -hmm. feel like drives what you do mm -hmm. that you think, yeah, shapes, shapes who you are. Oh yeah. I mean, I think the classic is just Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned just anything is just driven from that idea of, I know who I am. I know that I'm Jesus's daughter and that defines everything that I do. And I don't do certain things because I know that's not what a daughter of God would do. Um, and that's not just like super like ethereal, like what does that mean? But I mean, it drives my top like thing that I just want people, the world to know is that you're loved, you're wanted, you're seen, you're heard. Um, and so that even for myself and like saying that for myself. So oodles of doodles, that's what like you are loved, you're wanted, you're seen, you're heard. Maybe that's my mantra or like my thing. Um, and then with youth ministry, like that I just pray every day, Jesus, who do you want me to love in this moment today? And um, it's really funny because there's two girls right now, two high school students that I'm meeting with that are like complete opposite on their ends of where they are with Jesus. Um, and so just taking that, like that same mentality of like, you just, I just need to let you know that you're so wanted and like how they receive it is so differently. But like knowing that the Lord has placed them very specifically in my life for this season. Um, so I think the driving force is that I just want people to know how much they're needed and necessary in this world. Um, not just because, you know, you have gifts and talents for the world, but because you were created for a reason. Like there's a reason why you live here and not 500 years ago um, or even 100 years ago. Um, and that the world needs you now and that sense of urgency of now. So it's long winded, but that's kind of mm -hmm. drives everything that I do. Was yeah. there a particular moment when someone told you, like, you're loved, you're known, you're wanted, that you really needed to hear it, like, growing up at all? Um, I think my parents just, they were an amazing examples of that. They um, they loved very well. They were not perfect, but they were, con I mean, my dad, he talked, even from when I was little, um, I remember, like, in middle school, he would write notes, say, I'm your number one fan. Like, you can do anything. And they actually, we have um, a promise ring that it's... You, you can't see it, but on it, it's uh, the alpha and omega symbol. And on the back, it's it's inscribed family. And so everyone in my family, it started from this long tradition kind of thing of at certain milestones in our life, we would have certain like times where we'd be just be talked like life into and advice into. And so this promise ring was given to us when we were 16. And it's just a family's promise of like, you can never fail so much that you'd be out of the family. You'll never go hungry unless you want to. You'll never be out of, you know, homeless unless you want to. And so that kind of foundation of what I grew up with has been like an amazing springboard into, oh, I do have something to offer. And, um, and that was purely my parents and like what they gave to us. And it's amazing. Love them. Amazing. Thanks on dad. Love wow.
Big shout yeah. out. Yeah, for yeah. sure. As it should be. That's yeah. cool. I love the... Uh, I love stories of families doing that. Mm-hmm. For every story that you hear of... Um, broken home, absent father. Yeah. Um, and we all have our issues, but, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's so important to hear three stories, you know, mm-hmm. of, of my family told me when I was 16 that I was loved. Yeah. And now that drives my life Yeah. to tell others that they're loved. And how much of an impact, like we don't even know how much of an impact we have, like how yeah. much that has defined my entire life yeah. and like, all the people that crazy. you've reached. Right. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, it's yeah. so so necessary yeah. and like even people listening and people I tell people all the time who they'll reach out and say like I wish I had a platform I wish that I had something like if even if you have one follower like someone is obviously tuning into what you're putting out there you have more influence than you know you don't need a huge giant platform to tell people hey you're wanted <laughs> hey you're necessary like the world needs you and so um it, I'm just reminded too of like Billy Graham who's a big Protestant pastor and he always told the story of he would never have been who he was unless he had his Sunday school teacher mm-hmm. he, she was just faithful every Sunday just mm-hmm. speak life into him just share him Jesus and then now he's Billy Graham and so I think yeah that that every single person like so necessary and needed in this world amazing that's awesome yeah. thanks Allie thanks uh, Billy yeah <laughs> wow it. this is the Catholic Creators podcast you know yes. um, and so one thing that we like, we want to ask everybody who comes on the podcast is what is inspiring you in your faith right now mm-hmm. as a Catholic mm-hmm. and what's something that's inspiring you as a creative? And that can be the same thing or different mm-hmm. things. Um, I think what's inspiring me as, I guess as a Catholic creative is this idea, and this has been like a couple years now into it, has been this idea that you can do art and you can do creative fields full time. And like you, you, it doesn't just have to be, Oh, just a side hobby or just a, you know, something that I dabble in and then I have to do something else to like whatever, but that it can be something that um, can be a full time thing and that, and that people are needed in that way. Um, And like specifically like just for people speaking life into me who are doing things that I would like to be doing and like that kind of reach down and that kind of, um, like taking by the hand and mentorship. And I think that's just super inspiring to me is that people there's there people that I've met, there's no, how do I say this? There's um, breaking that barrier of the celebrity or the untouchable or like, Oh my gosh, they're so out of my league or they're so Mm -hmm. like kind of thing. But that, that willingness to reach down and be like, no, like we're in this together. Like, is there any like individual or person who's like, Who's inspiring um, you in that way? Oh, definitely Erica Ty. Yeah. <laughs> I think I already yeah. talked about her, but yeah, I mean, we just have really great conversations. And then I just have some other Catholic creative friends um, that live in the Dallas area that we meet. Um, we try to meet every Tuesday morning at seven o'clock. So early, but, um, and we just share what we're doing and what we're working on. And all of us, we work at a parish, but we also do creative things outside. And so um, it's super inspiring with their friendship as well. Um on what they're creating and then they're just wanting to bring life to bring my dreams a reality. I want to bring their dreams a reality. And it's like a mastermind group that's been so fruitful and so amazing um, in the past couple of months um, of just getting together and championing one another. And there's no sense of um, 
you know, of this sense of, oh, you have something, therefore I don't. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not competitive. It's not. It's community. It's true community. So it's been super amazing. Love them. Nick, Edmund, Johnny. Hey, love you guys. (laughs) Love that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Allie. For coming on the Narthex. We appreciate it. We love it. having it's you here nice. in our it's Narthex. Nice. Yeah. Love it. What a great Narthex. Oh, gosh. It's so Ooh. good. So, yeah. Can't be beat. Can't be beat. So, uh, yeah. Tune in next week when Allie Hoffman gives a one-woman rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I know all the words. I'm prepared. I've been preparing this for a long time. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Allie. Yeah. Thanks. You can check out Allie on Instagram at Oodles of Doodles, also her website, AllieHoffman.co. I'm Courtney Kilbasa, and my co-host is Cody Barra. Thanks, as always, to Catholic Creatives founders Marcellino and Anthony D'Ambrosio. The other day, they were reminiscing on their homeschool rules, which seemed pretty normal. You know, don't wear pajamas to school, finish your work on time. But then there was this one thing their parents weirdly obsessed about. And the rule was you had to play the theme song, Calypso by John Denver, or else bad things would happen. And bad things did happen when we didn't do it. See you next month in the Narthex.